are so glad that you have decided to join us today for the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. On this weekly podcast, which comes out every Wednesday, Annette interviews a member of the Bridge for Peace family. If you would like to learn more about our ministry or help us by becoming a financial partner, visit our website at bridgeforpeace.org. We hope you enjoy the interview and that you are inspired to walk closer to Jesus. Here is Annette. Welcome. We're so grateful to have you with us. I'm Annette Eckhart, and our call is Healing to the Nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I know that when you hear our very inspirational speaker today, that God's going to be moving on your heart, and he's going to really take all of us to a higher level when we hear the living testimony of what our God can do. And I welcome Monica Harbs. Welcome, Monica. So glad you're with us today. Thank you, Annette. It's an honor and a privilege to be here today, and I'm so thankful that you invited me so that I can share some uh, amazing testimonies of what God has done to set me free in my life. That's wonderful. I want you to, I'm going to start at the end and then we'll back up. So you just <laughs> are launching, I know, your new website, your ministry. Just tell everybody a little bit about that so they can get on and see your website. Okay, sure. So it was in uh, 2015 that my husband of now almost 45 years and eight children later and eight grandchildren later, he was diagnosed with a disease that was, um, it was, could be, is life threatening. He was given maybe two to three years to live uh, or if not that, then to be in a wheelchair. So what that did was that launched us into away from what he'd been doing on a daily basis for years, which was farming. And we decided to step into the things of what God wanted us to do. So what does that look like? We started going to schools to learn to be missionaries. We also went to schools that teach people how to live this life with God. But not only that, helping us as people of God to get cleaned inside and get rid of those, the junk that can reside in us for years when we don't deal with it. So it was really a, a beautiful couple of years and that uh, also then began to launch us into a ministry that we felt that God wanted us to start, which was in 2019, and it's called Friendships and Faith Ministries. Friendships and, and Faith Ministries. Yes. So yeah. let me just you can look it up, friendshipandfaithministries.org. Dot com. Dot com. Yes. Friendship and Faith. Friendships and Faith. Friendships and Faith Ministries. Dot com. If you want to see our beautiful Monica, go to that web page and you'll see her <laughs> and her husband, Ed, that she's talking about um, right now, this whole amazing change of life, this mm. trauma of hearing those words. I can't even imagine the trauma of hearing that. And for your husband and for yourself mm. and can bring a lot of fear you know as well and i hear it brought a lot of change in your life drawing yes. you to god yes it did you know some people hear a diagnosis like that and they blame god mm. and walk away from god but in your case you're telling us how it began a whole transformational experience it really did it uh, particularly in the area of healing my husband really started 
uh, searching the scriptures for what does God say about healing for his people. And so he gleaned a lot in there. And between scriptures, between health, uh, you know, what you eat, what you consume on a daily basis, uh, just lifestyle, uh, those three things have really helped him along the way. And, and really, he is a walking miracle. Absolutely, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so then you went on learning about becoming a missionary. You were sharing with that inner healing, mm -hmm. dealing with things in the past, attending to those things, letting God attend to those things. And then tell us about your missionary journeys. Oh, that's really fun to share. So back in 2016, we had gone to a school. Uh, it was we were t learning about pr a prophecy, and the woman that was teaching the class, uh, she looked at both Ed and myself, and she said, "Come, come up to the front." So we did, and we stood there, and she proceeded to have a prophetic word. It was eight minutes long, and as she's talking, I I was kind of looking around like, "Who's she talking to?" <laughs> because the words, the things that she was saying to us were just like for somebody else, they were just too grand and glorious. And one of the things that she said was that God was going to call us to Africa, to India, and parts of Asia were going to open up. Oh within month, this was in January 2016. That same year, so within five months, we got a call to go to Rwanda on a 10-day missions trip mm -hmm. with an uh, organization called E3 Partners. That was our first missions trip, and when I, so when we got the invitation, I asked my husband if he wanted to go, and he said, "Well, isn't that where they're, um, you know, cutting people's heads off with machetes?" And I said, "Well, that that was like 20 years ago. I don't think they're doing that currently." And so I said, "Okay." I personally was very excited about going. I could see that he was not sure. So I said, how about if you just pray for a week? And within a week, um, just let me know what you think, and I will honor whatever the Lord tells you. Within a week, he heard from the Lord, and he said, yes, I do believe that we should be going. So that's what we did. We went, and it was, it was like clearly walking under an open heaven when we went there. I just could not get over how easy it was to share the gospel, how, to, how easy it was to love on people, to um, just to really be his hands and his feet in a place where people really needed to hear the gospel. I really appreciated what you sh were sharing about how to move as a couple in the Lord, mm. how you were immediately responding, excited about it, but your spouse had some hesitation. And, you know, a lot of times you'll hear one would put pressure on the other to see it their way. But I really appreciated what you said, the response, bring it to prayer. So showing patience on your part, not yeah. bringing pressure, but patience and prayer. And then you said how it all unfolded, how there was the confirmation through him mm -hmm. that, yes, yes, this is what God is calling us to. Yes. So it's appreciating the difference. Some of us, mm. we hear it, we respond right away in one situation. In another situation, we might be the reluctant ones, mm -hmm. but that, that holds a balance. We hold a balance for one another. And then there's a certainty, I'm sure for you, 
being excited, being ready, but then in a week, hearing your husband say, you know what, I prayed and I heard that too, that's like, yeah, yeah mm. you know, double-double blessing and, mm. and reassurance. Mm. So I think that's a great point that you made and shared with us, all of us listening today, all of us married couples, you know, many times one is gonna be moving ahead of the other, that's mm. really natural. And yet, how do we manage it when it does? Do we get irritated, do we put pressure, or as you're giving us that example, Monica, of just counseling the spouse, well, pray about it. Mm -hmm. No pressure, you know, no disappointment, mm -hmm. yeah. but pray about it. And what that does is, for the one who's already heard, builds that patience, builds that gentleness, that loving spirit of the Lord in us, while the other one also feels that acceptance and that respect for their position, and then coming back with the answer that brings the two on the same page in the same direction, we'll say, Absolutely. is just a beautiful, strengthening way to manage our marriages. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. Of course, yes, mm -hmm. you're welcome. So then the Africa experience was like walking, you said, under an open heaven, a glorious experience. And then what happened after that? After we went to Rwanda, mm -hmm. so after we did that, <clears throat> excuse me, we signed up to do um, YWAM, youth with, which is Youth with a Mission. We signed up and we did that the following year, January of 2017. And so we that what that entails is three months of training uh, to do missions work, but also to help to get yourself cleaned up because there is a saying that says hurt people hurt people. Mm. They make it a, a point to send people out on the mission field that have already pretty much gotten cleaned up. Not that we're perfect, that's mm -hmm. not what I'm saying, but just to deal with a lot of maybe past traumas and hurts and unforgiveness and the things that can really hinder us in our walk with the Lord and loving on people. And so that's what we did. We did a three-month uh, Bible teaching. And then after that was finished, we went to Rwanda I'm, I'm sorry, we went to um, um, in uh, Bangalore, India for just one day shy of a month due to visa reasons. And then after that, we went to Berlin, Germany. We were there for a couple weeks, and then we went to a couple little towns um, also in Germany. And it was just so, it was just such a very interesting journey to just travel the world, to meet other people from different cultures, to try to communicate the gospel, just to, and also to kind of cooperate with God to see, in the Holy Spirit to see what He was wanting to do, where He was wanting to do it, who He was wanting to touch, and just kind of really leaning as hard as we could into Him to just be His vessels, to be His hands and His feet in a, a, a hurt and dying world. So those words that seemed like they were for someone else actually started to unfold in your own life. Bingo, they sure did. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh my gosh. Because when I was younger, in my younger uh, faith journey, I would uh, meet people that had been on the missions field and I just looked up to them like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it, I just elevated them because I felt like it takes a lot to go out into the mission field, travel the world, and and just you know really rely heavily on the Lord that it's not us, it's Him, and you know sometimes that can be a tad scary, but we know that um, all things work together for good to those that love Him, to those that are called according to His purposes. Beautiful. So Monica, going 
out to Africa, going out to, I know, Hawaii, the Avril Islands of the United States, we'll say, mm -hmm. going out to India, going over to Europe, and then to come back for friends to start your own ministry. Mm. So talk about that, how that unfolded for you. Hmm, that's a really good question. I think that how that began to really unfold was both my husband and I began to really see that <clears throat> Many people, there are many churches here in our country. There are many people that go to these churches, but does that really mean that they actually have friends? Are they really growing in their Christian walk with the Lord? <clears throat> Excuse me. And we kind of just in our circles, we began to really see that there was a need to come alongside <clears throat> people that needed you know, not only friendship, but also, you know, come alongside, you know, let's, yes. we can do this. Let's grow in the Lord together and just, you know, strengthen our walk with him because more than ever do we all need to be strengthening ourselves and encouraging one another and encouraging ourselves on a daily basis yes. because there are so many things coming at us on a daily basis. Yes. Where, whatever country we're living in. Absolutely. I think we've been talking about that in our own Bridge for Peace groups recently, that thank God for our churches, and many churches with many different groups. Many have women's groups, men's groups, Bible study groups, children's groups, uh, beginner groups, advanced groups, a lot of groups that people are traveling together in community. But there are other churches with maybe not as many resources that people go to the church on Sunday and they sit and they listen to their pastor who's been studying all week to bring a message and the message comes and it's inspirational and it fills one with hope, you know, and, and just lifts people up and they go out with some more knowledge about the Lord. But if you don't have an opportunity to meet with a group in between, if you're waiting until next Sunday to meet with a faith community and you're really in that way that we do church overall, when there's one person, anointed person speaking to the rest, that's, that's beautiful to get a message that way, an uplifting, faith-filled, anointed message. Right. But we need to be able to share where we are with others. We need to be able to, as you were saying, let the Word of God come through us, let the scriptural Word come through. Let the power of God, let the visions of God mm. come through us. And if we never do that, <clears throat> If what we do is go into church every day and receive that great message and worship God together, but we're not talking to anyone mm -hmm. and we're not moving in anything and we don't even know if we can hear from God, you know, if we're not sure, is that God? Is that not God? Yes. Because we don't get the experience to test it out, mm -hmm. then that's where particularly a missionary like yourself and a ministry like you have mm -hmm. is such a blessing to people because it gives them that place to connect and that place to experience and that place to share and that place to move out from with a discernment group. So as you're saying, so vital today because many churches don't have the resources to exactly. have different groups happening in their churches. Even some uh, one gentleman is talking to just recently said they're not having uh, like a vacation Bible school for the children because they just don't have the resources. But there's another church not that far away that's having one and they can direct the people there. So we're in that time now where we really need um, to be wise 
in America because there's a lot of uh, churches that are disbanding or can't carry on. We have to be wise that we're not duplicating our efforts, but that we can collaborate with our efforts. So the ministry that you're bringing, that you're offering now, a place where people can connect and they can share the word and they can share their life is so vital to the growth of Christianity. So we want to encourage anyone who's listening, if you're not connected into a group, really, I pray that you'll start to look for a group. And if you don't find a group, well, maybe invite a couple people into your home and start to share with them. That's good. Start to say, where's yes. God leading us? Is there, mm -hmm. you know, do you want to share something of, of one of the books of the Bible? And then to share your personal life with one another, to pray with one another, to affirm, just as mm -hmm. Monica's sharing how this woman asked you, Monica, and your husband to come forward because she saw something and she set a vision in front of you that seemed mm. like it must yes. be for someone else, yes. but yet there was something in you that had to spark to the vision and move out in the vision. So we encourage you, if you're listening, find a group, a Christian group, or start a Christian group, or ask your pastor, maybe say, hey, pastor, we could start something here Very good. if there's yes. nothing happening there, mm -hmm. because we want to see you empowered and equipped through the Holy Spirit to walk out your purpose in yes. Jesus Christ. And we know from our experience, it takes more than Sunday sitting and listening and worshiping together. It, it takes more than that. So that's so vital and crucial to our growth, mm -hmm. our church community. But we want to encourage you, take it a step further today. Listen to Monica's story, what sounded to her like, wow, this is this is extraordinary. This must be someone else. But it wasn't. It was her life. In the same way, God has things for you that you think he must be talking about someone else. But God sees it in you. God created you with purpose and for his glory. And he wants to do glorious things through you so God can show himself to others. Monica, I'm going to ask you to pray. We just have a couple of minutes left. And that, would you please pray for anyone listening today that maybe is yearning for a group and they say, wow, I wish I could be connected with faith and friends. Thank you, and Thank you know, you, Jesus. maybe they can start something, you can impart something to them, yes. the courage to step forward today. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for every person that's listening to this testimony today, Father. Lord, I thank you and bless each person. Father, I pray that they would have such a, a revelation of the destiny and the plans that you have already established before the foundations of the world for each and every one of them, Father. Lord, I pray that also even if they've had people speak words over them in the past, Father, that you would bring that to remembrance, Father, because I know that's what uh, has happened in my own life. We just really keep track of the things that people have said, uh, prophetic words that have been spoken over us because I feel like it's a roadmap and it really just really champions us on into our life with God, Father, and it gives our lives purpose, Father. And more than ever, do I pray that um, our, our, all of the ears would be um, sharpened, our eyes would be sharpened, and our hearts wide open to receive the things that God has purposed and planned for each and every precious brother and sister. We pray in your precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Monica. So even as Monica was saying, words that have been spoken over your life, we're speaking words over your life right now in the name of Jesus, that he has a plan for you, you and nothing 
will stop mm. the plan of God in your life if you That's will right. respond to it. Mm. All he's looking for is the yes. That's so right. today you may mm. say, Lord, I don't have anything to give. Mm. That is not true. You have the one thing God wants you to give, that's and that's right. your yes. Amen. So I pray that today, as you've heard mm -hmm. Monica's testimony and what God has done in her life and the miraculous power of God for her husband, who is not in a wheelchair. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank we pray you. that you would take courage and say yes today. We hope you have enjoyed this inspiring episode of the Bridge for Peace, Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. If you would like to learn more about the ministries of Bridge for Peace or help us continue publishing these podcasts by becoming a financial partner, please go to our website, bridgeforpeace.org. If you desire to learn more about praying for healing and understanding all that the grace of God provides for you through the shed blood and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Check out our Foundation eCourses on our website. Also, if you have any questions, need prayer, or have a story to share, email us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. Please join us every Wednesday for more inspiring interviews with Annette. This is Scott Silverberg for Bridge for Peace founders Ed and Annette Eckert wishing you a blessed day and hoping that you would allow Jesus to become your bridge for peace. Music